Welcome to the Truth About Locks podcast. I'm Yesha Nashim L, and I'm delighted to bring you another episode of useful information on locks. I wanted to discuss something that I haven't found in an article per se to help you understand the different types of locks out there. Now, this is not the style of the lock, more of the creation types of locks. We'll also get into the silent argument on the difference between dreadlocks versus locks. Now dreads, in my opinion, are unkempt locks, while locks are more of a cultural identity as a grooming technique. So locks basically have more defined roots than dreads. What's interesting, if you search on the net, you'll get Caucasian images when you type in dreadlocks. If you type in locks, you get African-American images. It doesn't matter the form or the style. It's categorized by ethnicity between black and white and the term used. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, how does Google know and how does everybody else know when they're posting to call it dreadlocks or locks? Because truly it's separated that way in the search engine. Very, very interesting. Another form of locks I wanted to discuss is the wick locks. Now, the internet says that the wick locks are a dreadlock hairstyle that's commonly believed to have Florida origins, where the locks are typically combined in the early stages, making them thicker, fewer in numbers, and more gravity resistant than typical locks. Well, they sort of remind me of Goku and Dragon Ball Z. I can't help it. I mean, it's the first thing I think of when I see the wick locks. They are thick, they're juicy, they're condensed, and I don't think that you can just get them in the early stages. You can also get them in the repair stages or where you want to take your smaller locks and combine them into those bigger locks and making sure that they stick together and stick up and adding a little bit more texture and density to them. So yeah, I definitely agree that the wick locks came from Florida and after seeing a few music videos and a few commercials, I've seen that people all of a sudden want the wick locks. I've done a couple of clients already and yeah, they look pretty good in some instances, but in others, I crack up because they just remind me of anime cartoon characters and just like a lot of other things it seems to me that those types of hairstyles were made popular because people growing up have seen the cartoons and they kind of follow the trends of the cartoons over the years so yeah wick locks are funny they're just funny to me but yeah I do offer that service as well sister locks what are sister locks the internet says that they are versatile natural hairstyle that consists of tiny sized dreadlocks and instead of relying on twisting or rolling technique they're created by using a special tool that builds the locks from the ends of the hair to the roots 
And yes, that is true. Sister locks are very, very tiny and yield anywhere from 200 to 400 locks on a person's head. And they're formed by a grid pattern on the scalp so that they're like little tiny little boxes side by side and they're perfectly formed so that you can see the grid pattern on the scalp and usually interlocking is a method with the tool that they use to retighten the roots every three to four weeks so yeah sister locks are very expensive to maintain but they look really good you can create curls you can do crinkles you can wear them in corporate environments the attorney's offices and doctor's offices and people really can't tell if you have them unless they look really close sometimes people assume you have braids sometimes they're even small enough to assume that you have loose hair still so sister locks are very beneficial for professional look but they are high maintenance and they have the potential to break off if not properly maintained now brother locks are similar to sister locks however they are made of course for the man and they may be slightly bigger but in the same method they are created using the grid pattern on the scalp with the perfect tiny little boxes so yeah they are much smaller than the traditional dreadlocks just like the sister locks are permanent lock extensions are just what they say lock extensions that are added to your hair on a permanent basis using human hair now you can use this to either extend the current locks or you can use it to create new locks at any length and any thickness it's a technique that transforms your loose natural hair into beautiful natural looking locks or basically just extends the length of your current locks permanent lock extensions are really good they can stay on your hair for the length of your lock wearing journey or you can cut them off when you get to a certain point with your own hair it's up to you depending on how your locks are installed and how they look against your hair rasta locks are dreadlocks that symbolize the mane of the lion so uh, basically the rastas want to emulate the lion of judah which is one of the titles that is given to all ethiopian kings now emperor Haile selassie was also very fond of lions and had them as pets around his palace so people tend to wear them as rastafarians in ominous to Haile selassie it's basically the wearing of hair and dreadlocks to be spiritual it's justified in the bible and there's a verse that states that they shall not make baldness upon their head so they wear the locks and they wear them unkempt and they don't believe in touching their locks or retwisting them they just let them grow as they are so yeah rasta locks are similar to freeform locks and freeform locks is basically a method that allows dreadlocks to form organically uh, with one literal twist you just let them grow without the assistance of hair products and with little to no manipulation so the only difference between freeform and rasta locks is that rastas are freeform locks that are worn because of a religious nature for a belief system rather than just wearing them to let them grow organically instant locks is basically the act of creating locks instantly using a crochet method 
They are known as instant dreads or instant dreadlocks. Now, I do offer this service myself, and I think it's one of the best methods for creating starter locks so that you don't have to go through the entire journey. Um, you walk out the door the same day with the locks. It's perfect for virtually any texture and you can go about your day and your lifestyle without worrying whether your locks will come loose or not. So instant locks to me are definitely the way to go. I know I discussed them in a previous episode. And again, I cannot stress to you that instant locks is the best method for starting your locks if this is something that you're interested in. It's basically the best way to get your locks and live your life. The traditional method starter locks is uh, basically the journey, the lock journey. Um, you can get starter locks by finger twisting, the cone twist coil locks, the two strand twist, and even braid locks. You can start your journey any one of those ways. There are a few other starter lock ways I'm just highlighting on the general and most popular ones. With starter locks, you are going the traditional method. You're starting from day one and taking your hair through a process of training and budding to get your locks to mature. Even though this is organic and the traditional way, it can be frustrating. So that is why I recommended before the instant locks because the starter locks can unravel. They can be itchy. They can be flaky and cause a little dandruff because you can't really wash your hair that much in the beginning. So getting the instant locks method installed, you can wash them at an earlier time and then you can live your life and do what you need to do. With starter locks, you have to pay a lot of attention to them in order to get it to bud properly and to make sure you don't have to reinstall the locks. Micro locks, if you've heard of micro locks, are basically any lock smaller than the size of a pipe cleaner. Now, the internet says that it's any lock smaller than the size of a pencil, but I don't think so. Micro locks should be described as uh, locks that are really tiny, and they should be described, in my opinion, as locks that are in any way parted on the scalp and a little bigger than sister locks and my, and and a little bigger than sister locks and brother locks. They're basically positioned in any way on the scalp that you choose, but they're just tinier locks installed. That's it. There's really nothing a big deal about micro locks, just that they're smaller than pipe cleaners and bigger than sister and brother locks. Now, faux locks, there are so many different types of faux locks. You got the regular standard synthetic locks. You got the goddess locks with the curls at the bottom. You have the boho locks and you have the butterfly locks and bohemian locks. All of those locks are faux locks made with synthetic hair or marley hair. They're basically commitment-free dreads. And they're hair that's locked as extensions rather than hair from your own head. So it's perfect for you if you just want the look of dreadlocks, but you're not ready for that commitment. Goddess locks are a form of faux locks with uh, bohemian styling. And the bohemian styling basically is, is represented by the curls that are at the bottom of the faux locks. It's wavy hair or curly hair that's basically sticking out the bottom of each of the, the locks that are installed. It's common um, for the style to have a bit of curl throughout 
the lock or at the ends so you can kind of have like a bohemian look where some of the locks are shorter than others and where they're shorter they have longer curls than where the longer locks are so then with that you can have butterfly locks where it's a variant of faux locks without the curls at the bottom but it still is achieved using the crochet hook where the wavy hair is looped into a braid and then using the crochet needle and then loosely wrapped to give it a distressed unraveled look so then you see that you have different types of faux and goddess locks using synthetic hair based on how you want them styled. There's so many variations. I'm only just highlighting some of the different looks that I have encountered. But again, if you search the internet, there's like a million of them. There's just so many different ways to do locks. It's all about how you want to bring the style out in yourself. And interlocks. Interlocks are larger uniform locks that are installed via freeform by grabbing parts of the hair and starting a locking method and parting the hair for a more cleaner look or brick layering. Like sister locks, a tool is used to place the hair into its lock formation. Now what I just read was basically the internet version, but I don't really like that definition. So in my opinion, based on my experience, Interlocking is using the latch hook to loop in and intertwine through the root from the ends your hair in sections so that it creates a lock in itself. Now this lock tends to be bumpy and based on your hair texture it can almost look like a braid which kind of looks synthetic. So in my personal opinion as a loctician I think that the interlocking is obsolete. There's no point in creating so many loops in the 360 degree angle just to create a lock only to have it separate and have the hair strands stick out. I just think the instant lock method again is the best way to go because the interlocking is a little obsolete. It's just not a good method to create the look that you want. And last but not least, we have wool or yarn locks. Yarn dreads are sometimes called knitted dreadlocks or faux dreads that you create with colorful yarn. Then you have wool locks that's created double-ended or single-ended as a European method to be installed to loose straight hair. And those wool locks are actually made by wool woven into a lock pattern to attach to their hair. Those are cool for people who are not wanting to commit and they're similar to the faux locks. So they are just a way to get the look that you want as well as a way of providing the possibility of getting different colors and different thicknesses, different lengths and such and changing them up a bit without that commitment so that you can get the different lock styles that you desire. And when you're ready to take them out, you could just take them out and go back to your regular looks. So those are the many different types of locks that you can get installed with loose hair. Locks are so versatile that that list is just not extensive enough. It just basically is the tip of the iceberg because in this industry, locks are, are growing so fast. Lock ideas are coming in such droves that 
it's just hard to keep up with all the definitions, sort of like urban slang. It's just really hard to keep up with everything. So it's a growing industry. So yeah, that concludes our episode for today on the different types of the creations of locks. So if you are interested in training, you can visit everybodyslocks.com or text 313-444-3002 for information on the short hands-on training courses available for 2020. If you're looking to get your dreadlock started or maintained for a consultation, you can also text 313-444-3002 with a specific service you're interested in, including boss spot coverage for your locks. And I will get back with you to get a quote on your specifics to get you booked. Don't forget to subscribe to the Truth About Locks YouTube channel and get a party favor for your hair growth, sponsored by You Natural Hair and its natural hair products by Influence. This is an excellent little gift. It has a growth oil, a hair and scalp conditioner, and a hair growth cream. And you definitely want to get this little package mailed out to you. And we will give a nice little shout out to you via your YouTube name once you subscribe. So go ahead and do that now because I'm giving away the party favors for the month of December. And I look forward to you getting one. And thank you very much. And I'm signing off the Truth About Locks podcast. My name is Yesha Nashim L.